This is a Rooster Teeth production. Welcome to another episode of OT3. I am joined today by my co-host, Miss Steffi Hardy, the queen of wholesome sweet fan fictions. Say hi, Hello, Steffi. Hello, it's me, Steffi. And my other co-host, the queen of every other type of fan fiction, Miss Sarah Williams. <laughs> Say hello, Sarah. <laughs> Hi, I am the queen of the stuff that you don't want to be reading. But I, I, I'm bored. Oh what else am I supposed God. to do? <laughs> I, I was really happy when I wrote that out. Um, yeah. But, but before we get yeah. into our episode today, which is going to be really fun, I want to shout out one of our commenters. This is from Zucarian, uh, who loved our last episode where we talked to Cecilia Milton, who writes romance novels and was a fan fiction writer. Zakirian says it was so cool to listen and learn about what it takes to get your work out there. And it was super awesome. Check out last week's episode if you want to know more about how fan fiction writers become novelists. Um, Also, if you want to shout out, please leave us a comment or a review wherever you listen to this podcast. It really helps us out so much when you do it. And it really makes it worth it to make these episodes because it Mm -hmm. is work. It is. Um, Uh, Speaking of, do you want to get into some housekeeping before we get into the episode? Um, Sure. What's up? All right. Uh, well, you guys, we are going to take a little break. Mm-hmm. It's the holidays. And I just realized my mic is really far from him. Uh, so we're going to take a few weeks off and we're going to kind of focus on our regular jobs because we have those. <laughs> and then uh, we're also. Yeah. Uh, and then in January, we'll come back all new and approved. That being said, um, we're going to take this time to kind of refresh our show a little bit. So let us know what you like, what you don't like about the show and what you want to see from us. And that way we can make it the best show that we can. Um, And also, if you've been here, thank you so much for your support. Seriously, we love you so much. We got to do this because of listeners like you. So thank you. It's true. Thank you. We love you all very much. (laughs) Yes. And like Steffi said, this is our last episode of the season, holiday break. Um, And I totally agree with everything she said. Let us know. Like, if you have any ideas, what was your favorite episode of this season or any season? Mm -hmm. Um, What did we do well what did we, what bored you, um, you know, be more complimentary than not, but you know, <laughs> it's fine. Oh, we can, we can take it. Um, but let's get into today's episode. In this I can't episode. Open this Gatorade. Oh my God. Great start, Sarah. Sarah. I got it. Oh my Sorry. goodness. All right. Let's uh, get into the episode. <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot. We have a fourth uh, oh. Mr. Jared Martinez, who is the king of anything to do technically, um, he's going to be hanging out with us this episode as well. Say hi, Jared. Hello, it's me. I'm Jared. I'm always <laughs> here, but, you know, he's in the shadows. Just lurking, <laughs> waiting. Yeah. With tech support. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what, what's, our, what's our topic, Ashley? What are we doing? All right. So today, since it's the last episode of 2021, we wanted to do kind of like a fun wrap up episode, but not like be boring about it, but like be fun about it. So (laughs) in this episode, we're going to be talking about some of the stuff we've enjoyed the most. And so the couple of questions that we're going to ask is one, what is the most wholesome? And I am talking sweetest hand holding wholesome content that you enjoyed this year. And the second is going to be 
What is the cringiest thing you have enjoyed this year? And I mean, let's get deep down in there, cringy. Let's talk about that stuff that you would never admit to, but you are because of this podcast. Mm. I've admitted a lot to this podcast. (laughs) So you said cringy and it's just like, yeah, I think a lot of the stuff I liked is cringy to begin with. So it's like, what's it's a it's personal to you. What do you think is cringy and what have you enjoyed, even though you're like guilty pleasure and you know it is and you're like i'm going to enjoy it anyway i am reading it on my phone or watching it where no one can see me um if someone came in you would change the channel um that that sort of thing well i want to start with something that i think we all love in this group and it's the love hypothesis by uh Mm. what's her name Allie Allie. Allie hazelwood Uh, I read this during our vacation. I read it pretty much in one day because I could not put it down. And it was it's a Raylo fan fiction (laughs) of Kylo Ren Ray fan fiction that was retooled and published as original fiction. And it's so good. It's so fun to read. I highly recommend it. Uh, It was just so delightful. And my favorite part about it is that it takes all the tropes that I hate put it in the book, turn those tropes upside down and package it in a very, very cute way that I like. So uh, that's that's my wholesome one for today. Uh, so me, Sarah and Steffi, um, to give you guys a little bit of background on this book, we found out about this book. We've reached out to the author, potentially might be a guest in the future, um, but we all read the book. Um, but I want to ask Steffi a couple questions about sure. this book. What was your favorite part? What was the most wholesome part of this? Like, why did you like it? Oh, oh my God. I I liked the... Because so the whole premise is that it's a fake relationship. And it's so obvious to everyone that the main character is in love with the other main character, Olive, Adam and Olive. And she's just like, oh, he's not really into me. He's just really good at acting. And you're just screaming like, no, he likes you. He obviously is really into you. And it makes me melt inside of how cute it is, and how adorable they are around each other. And like, they're just so well fleshed out as who they are as people. And it really adds to these characters. And I, I don't know. I, I don't know what my most wholesome moment is. Um, I, I think the dumbest is actually is when... Um, there is like this big seminar and her friend forces her to sit on Adam's lap. And I'm like, that's so dumb. And I love every so moment dumb. of this. <laughs> Can I say why I think it's the most wholesome and why I loved it so much? Yeah. Yes. Uh, the demisexual representation. It was yes. very subtle, but it was very well done. And I really enjoyed the way that they approached the sex scene and stuff like that in the book. I was like, this is great. This is this is lovely. I love this. This is yeah. fun. So. <laughs> There is one thing, one thing in the book, and I don't know if I should spoil it or not, because when I read it, it like I I had to put it down because I was laughing. So, it was during the sex scene, too. Well, he's like, should I, should I say it? Should say, I say, it. Oh. Say, the, say, the, say it. Basically, she, she writes, oh, yeah. And he pops her whole breast in his mouth. Oh, and, I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm just like looking down at mine, which are um, not small. And I'm just like trying to un- like I'm at the pool going, huh? Cause, oh yeah, I was reading this by a pool, by the <laughs> <You're> way. Like, <laughs> ma, ma, ma. <laughs> well, like if you think about the character it's based off of, I like, I like any bitty titty. Any- <laughs> yes, like, like exactly. Like every 
time, like, I've, like, in my head, I've been calling it pop a titty in a mouth because of that. Like, like a tic-tac, uh-huh. pop a titty. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that in fan fiction a lot, and every single time I'm like, I don't like I just, that. Like, I don't think I would, like, even if I had <laughs> smaller boobs, I don't think I would want an entire, my entire boob in someone's mouth. <laughs> like, it's pretty impressive, right? Like, yeah, it's just like, how big is his mouth? It threw he me off. He unhinges his jaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's the only thing that really threw me out of this book was that one moment. Because, yeah, Jaren, exactly. I'm like, ah? Like, just like unhinged right. jaw. <laughs> And like I like I I think about this scene since then way too much. Where I'm just like <laughs> Papa Titty. <laughs> There's so many scenes and like in fan fiction and stuff where I'm listening. I like it's like how does that work? It's like is that possible? It's like where did you, where did their leg go? How are you holding them? Like what? Well, no. here's here's another thing that I. I, I so in terms of like books and fan fiction, it's always like the, the I love the burn up to the mm-hmm. moment and it takes a really good author to like really sell that moment because in the middle of it, you're just like, what? <laughs> she just called that a what? <laughs> I mean, there's so many ways of saying, you know, the unmentionables. There's just so many euphemisms. I, there's and- Ashley. I listened to the Neon Gods audiobook, which is free on Spotify legally, not badly published. And they have like a fake British accent or maybe a real British guy saying it. And the way he pronounces pussy, he goes, (laughs) pussy. (laughs) It's like every two sentences. Oh my God, I just had something in my mouth. (laughs) And it's just this guy going, I... I grabbed her pussy and I'm just like, shut up. I can't, I can't. I just was like, I was like, this is such a good book and it's being ruined by this guy saying pussy. And I was like, you gotta stop, you gotta stop. And I told Kaylee this cause like my vet, my roommate was reading it too, but she was reading it and I was listening to it. I was like, I'm upset. I'm unsettled. I don't like this. And she goes, Sarah J. Mass is the exact same thing, Sarah. And I go, it's his voice actor. I can't, I cannot. I do. So go check that out guys. Real good. Uh, Entertaining. All right. So I don't know if that was your cringy or your wholesome. Uh, Sarah, what is your most wholesome uh, piece of can be content and of any sort, fan fiction, book, TV show, movie? I would probably say I don't delve usually into wholesome too much, <laughs> um, but <laughs> there's two things I'm thinking of. One is the cosplay community that I'm in taking on TikTok. Um, seeing those people is really fun and interesting. And like, there's this guy who went viral on TikTok for uh, his dance. And he, like, people always are like, oh, you just look like James Potter. Like, you look exactly how I'd like imagine James Potter looking. And his whole, like, he has two TikToks. His, one of them is him just dancing in like clothes from the 70s. And he's like doing modern TikTok dances and shit. And he's just so just such a dweeb because then you go to his like alt account and he's just like he's just making jokes he's like i have no idea what's going on i don't know how this happened to me but we're here so that and then like also seeing all of like the interlacing community of tiktok cosplayers and like seeing how they interact with each other and like the different Mm -hmm. ways that they help each other out and like the little like group gets together as they do that like it it's that I would probably say is the most wholesome thing I partake in. Maybe, maybe some solid um 
Peter Parker uh, field trip fan fiction, which if you have not delved into it, it is <laughs> so fun. It's They're all like G-rated, all just shits and giggles fun. It's basically Peter Parker, before everybody knows he's Spider-Man, his class or his like decathlon team wins a trip to get a tour at Stark Industries. Mm. And it's either he's working as an intern, he's adopted by Tony or something or another, and it's always there's always this golden scene of fucking flash being like haha you're not gonna get in blah 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 and then he has his own personal like gold level badge and he gets in and everybody's like <gasps> and it's every single thick exactly the same it plays out every single way the exact same way and, and i've read probably 50 of them <laughs> Adorable. Wow, so many uh so that actually reminds me of the tiktok thing have you heard of straw hat goofy because he's a tick He's a, a TikToker I've been following for a while, and he does a lot of Marvel stuff, and he, he, he does a lot of, like, Easter eggs and a lot of great videos on Marvel stuff on TikTok. And he was got, he got to be the host of the Spider-Man movie premiere. Oh. And he got to interview a bunch of actors, and it's just like, I was so proud of him. Like, I've been watching he this did TikTok. It. Yeah, he did he it. He got there. I've been watching his TikToks for a while now. It like whenever uh, I finished like an, a Loki episode, I would go straight to his TikTok right after to see what he had to say and what he pointed out because he's just like that good. That's so awesome. That's very I love cute. that. Um, Sarah, Actually, I have one question oh, uh, about uh, these TikTok cosplayers and the community and stuff. Do you have like an example of like one cute thing one cosplayer did for another cosplayer? Well, it's like seeing like them point to each other usually, especially if like somebody needs a little bit of like promotion. They'd be like, oh, this is like, especially like there's been a lot of times in the last couple of years, I mean, forever, but I've seen it where it's just like how some of these TikTok creators who are the stereotypical white nerd be like, hey, whoa, let's let's take some time and let's represent, like, let's go check out this POC creator. I think they're doing a really great job. And like, they have like, there's, I followed um, a black cosplayer. I can't think of what her name is, but she has this most beautiful hair. And then she does like these fun cosplays and she got really big because she was doing, she was doing um, Velma from Scooby-Doo. And... Oh. She, oh, well, she was doing thirst traps of it, but like, still, it was like, <laughs> I was just like, you're great. I'm going to follow you. And she just had such a probably personality and she also did Raven and stuff like that. And so like, that's one way that they really helped each other out. Like, I'd always see them be like, oh, you guys should check out this person. And like, also the collabs that people did, like there was a Spider-Man camp a while ago. So a bunch of Spider-Man TikTok cosplayers got together and did a whole, like rented out a cabin and did a bunch of photo shoots together, including, uh, one of them they all and like some of these guys look incredibly like tom holland one of them in particular um but he recreated the umbrella scene from that <laughs> lip sync battle and he's like i did i'm doing this for you but then you see these other tick like yes he is the person being captured that moment but all of these other tiktokers are helping him create the scene like helping with lights cameras things like that and like to see those people like come together and like finding the shared passion and creating something in a friendship like and stuff like that is incredible Oh, I love it. Oh, that's amazing. That's so sweet. Um, so my wholesome thing is uh basically I found this while doing research for another episode of OT3, which is kind of my <laughs> life. Um, 
One of the episodes we did this year was the isekai anime, yeah. and I watched so much fucking isekai anime, and I found one that was really fucking wholesome, and I just think about it sometimes when I want to, like, have, like, a really nice chill night, um, because it's not, I mean, there's, like, some rising action, and there's, like, a, there's a really easy romance, it's not even, it's slow burn, but it doesn't even, like, keep you in the dark, it's, like, it's there, there it is, <laughs> um, but the name of it, like, all isekai anime is long and long, you know, long-winded, uh, very, uh, lots of, it tells you exactly what it is. Um, so this one is the saints magic power is omnipotent. Ooh, that is the name of the anime. And I was <laughs> earlier before you guys got here, I was practicing it. And Jared was like, are you trying to speak Japanese? <laughs> <laughs> the, the Japanese title is Sejo no Maryoku wa Bano des. So in this, it's about this uh, woman named Se uh, Takanashi, who is a older. What other what I liked about it is like she was an older like office lady. Um, so she works in an office in Tokyo. She's like in her late twenties, maybe early thirties, and then it's like an anime. Boom! Gets thrown into like another world. Right? Just opens the door. There's like a light. She gets flown over there. Then she finds out she's like, you know, surrounded by a bunch of mages. Um, and it is, well, there's two girls, but one is young and pretty. And she's kind of like this older kind of like, I don't know. She just doesn't look like the uh, magical world type. So they, <laughs> they pick the younger one and they're just like, well, I guess you're here. Do you want like a place to stay? <laughs> <laughs> and she's kind of mad about it. So in the end, all she does is she's like, well, that girl's going to go off and do all these adventures and have all this fun. And she's like, y'all guys got a garden? Like, can I go work for like your gardening group and uh, help them? And she just starts like hanging out, <laughs> having this like, real chill life. And it's kind of nice because it's not like that crazy anime, like, right. oh, suddenly you need to level up. Oh, suddenly you need to do this. Mm. She's just over there, like, hanging out. And then she's like, oh, y'all have magic here? And they're like, yeah. And she's like, let me look at that. And, like, it's just so chill. And I just <laughs> loved it because it was just, like, such a random, like, I was like, this is nice. Like, you watch every episode, you're like, she made some potions today. This was good. We need more <laughs> anime like that. Where it's we like definitely not do. too chaotic, but it's just chill. I mean, there's probably a bunch out there and we're just unaware of them as like uncultured Americans. But I mean, tell me I'm wrong. Only the big, only like, we. I feel like the only animes I ever really hear about are like the ones that kind of blow up. And yeah, I can so, see yeah. that. Well, we get the like... I think a lot of the ones that get like popular on like Twitter and like Reddit and things like that are like the big ones, but there's so much anime out there. I mean, it's yeah. just like, it's insane. Like one of my favorite things that uh, my favorite, like I, I'm starting to collect the manga. I watched the anime on Netflix and it's the way of the house husband and it's a former oh, yeah, Yakuza. Oh my before. God. It's so freaking adorable. He's a former Yakuza, which for you don't know, it's like a gang member basically. Mm -hmm. And you know, he just loves and adores his wife, but you know, he, he wants to cook for her. He wants to clean and everything is so dramatic, but you know, he's just like getting groceries or something. And it's so adorable and so wholesome. And it's literally one of my favorite things right now. So. Dude, I love it. Oh, another thing about this that I thought was oh, really yeah. interesting when I was doing research was, so it came out in 2016 mm -hmm. as a light novel, right? Like, mm -hmm. talked about light novels before on this show. Light novels are weird in my brain, but continue. So light novels are basically a slightly published fan fiction, but <laughs> doesn't come from, like, actual characters that are already created. It's like, um, I, it, 
it's so there's so many light novels there's like light novels are huge and then a lot of the time the light novels become anime or become manga or become actual novels it's interesting but this one was user uh generated on a website called shosetsuka ni naro and so there's like apparently it kind of like this user generated story that became a manga and then now is an anime. And I just, I I think that's fascinating. Right. It's just Mm -hmm. like, um, I don't know, Jaren, you, you know about light novels or do you? Yeah. So there's like a good amount of like pads, like a lot of like, uh, like authors can take And Typically like typically what will happen is they'll have like magazines or something. And then like in the middle of this magazine will be like a chapter like for this person's manga or something and if people like it then they keep printing it and then eventually like it'll turn into like you know tip- typically like the the publication the pu- uh getting oh my god what am i trying to say yeah <laughs> <laughs> getting published getting, getting published uh they'll they'll do like the light novel route and if people like that then they'll go in and do the manga route and then they'll you know then it goes further and further and further where you know the characters and they make full fleshed out characters and movies and stuff like that I think there's only one thing that I can think of that did it backwards. And do y'all know what Super Sonico is? No. No. In fact, I know what Sonic in... the Hedgehog is. There That's where I went to. I thought it was that. <laughs> it sounds super familiar to me. Super Sonico is like this anime girl who wears like headphones. And that's kind of like the thing. Super Sonico started off as like a mascot for like a company. And they were just like, because every like Japanese company has to have like a mascot essentially, and so like Super Sonica was like the mascot, and then uh, like then the it got Lingo. turned into a, an anime, and then it got <laughs> turned into manga. So it like did it backwards oh. essentially. It's very strange. I think uh, Jessica Negri plays the English voice actor. No, for, really, yeah. nice. Yeah. That's awesome. I yeah. love her. She's a yes. She's got her shit together cosplay wise. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Now let's get to the other part of this question, which was uh, the cringiest thing. And when I say cringy, it's personally cringy and something that you have not admitted to yet before this podcast. And you probably weren't going to unless I asked you on this podcast. Who wants to go first? You. I. I, I oh. I say Ashley I, has to go first. Ashley, so it's her idea. Ashley first. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I did look some stuff up. I basically went through um, a lot of my Amazon Kindle list because I was like, it's going to be here. <laughs> like, this is where it's going to be. Um, and uh, we last episode, we did uh, romance novels, which kind of got me thinking about like, because, you know, every girl has to have a few or like 40. Um And I saw this one that I was like, dude, this is super cringy. And I would never admit to reading it like i'm super glad that it's on my phone and nobody can see me read it but i enjoyed the fuck out of it um it is by an author uh denali day and this is nothing against her i think it was written very well it's just the fact of what it is to me yeah (laughs) and it's called the dokiri brides series and um basically what it is is it's a series of a bunch of brothers and each of the brother has their own book of course all different (laughs) and they um give you like a synopsis they're like protectors of the world like think like i don't know um vikings that can like fly on dragons hot Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh, (laughs) 
And uh, basically, they have to protect the realm, and so they have to go out and, like, find their bride of choice to bring back, and they only uh-huh. have boys. And so this is all their stories about them, like, kidnapping brides and bringing it back, <laughs> which is bad, which is bad. But for whatever reason, I have enjoyed the fuck out of this series, and I'm like, is there something wrong with me? I'm like, no, nah, it's a well-written series, but at the same time, it's like, trust me, the drama of the series is crazy. There's so much drama, and there's so much, like, just, like, heartache either which way um surprisingly there's not um i'll be real honest there's no non-con in this at all um which i think is handled very well because way it sounds sounds like there would be yeah good Uh, here i love that good for them because there's some places that even if they doesn't need it they'll be like let's just throw it in because of like historical accuracy and like want to kick those people I want Anyways. you to know, Steffi, my sister, was like, I'm going to start reading. I know exactly why you're saying that. You're reading, not saying that because Outlander. And yeah. I was like, my sister Hannah was like, I'm going to start reading Outlander. And I was like, hey, here's some forewarning. There's some like essay, like just so you're aware. And she's like, oh, that's good to know. And she's like, do you not like it? Have you read it? And I go, no, I haven't read it. My friend Steffi told me. <laughs> and she goes, oh. And it's like, yeah. Well, it's one thing to put essay in a story. It's another that's your only plot device every five uh, pages. Like, I'm, like, really thinking about, like, just getting, like, tabs and seeing how many times she puts it in there. Like, I hit, like, my tenth one by the time I just threw the book because I was done with I it. I mean, like, they say historical. I know Game of Thrones is a good reference, but I'm like, you say historical accuracy. Like, look at Game of Thrones. I don't feel like it was in that. Oh, no, it was. Never. It, was it in it, there that much? There, there was. Oh, sorry. I... Never mind. It I'm happens like, a lot. Mm-hmm. Never mind. I was thinking yeah. of like I was thinking I was like, yeah, it didn't it didn't happen until Sansa, but I completely forgot about the first season. Uh like, to ignore just, me. Ignore I don't me. think I don't think that's a good excuse, especially no. if it's your only plot device. But well well, that's a discussion for another day. <laughs> if you guys want to know what the plot device is that makes it so it's non-con, it's because so the the, the guys, the way that it works is they can steal a bride for a year. But then they have to let her decide if she wants to stay or not. I actually really kind of like, fuck, I want to read this. <laughs> so, and, and so she gets to decide. And obviously she ain't going to stay there if the guy was an asshole to her. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand, like, these guys grow up around dudes and they're just like, they are not about women. And so and then these guys don't know women at all. And so they're like, kid, it's almost hilarious. They're like kidnapping these brides and the brides are fucking pissed, dude. They're just so <laughs> mad. They're like, I was doing shit. I have a life. Um, and, but the way that this world works is they can, you know, for a year, try to get them to stay with them on their mountain somewhere. And the, the brides that they get, there's like this one, like political, like, like red haired princess. And Oh, she is fu- like, she is the most angry one. She is like, I gotta fucking go. And then um, there was another one where he falls in love with like this warrior lady and she's just like, ha ha, this is funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> I could kill you. Have you and read all like, of them? Um, there's actually one I haven't read and I'm realizing it because I see it now. Um, and it might be on my list next. <laughs> but uh, it's 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 fun. I mean, and um, they go through a bunch of different things. It's a lot of drama, but I always thought I thought it was well written. But again, cringy in that, like, I don't know if I would have admitted to this had I not yeah. made this question. Mm-hmm. Now I will turn the tables. Tables the turn to who's it going to? Steffi. All right. Uh, I have a new hobby where I go to the bookstore and look for the romance sections for the silliest books I can find. Have you been reading them? 
I have a new book called Waiting for Tom Hanks. <laughs> and it's about a girl who what? is really obsessed with rom-coms. And she just wants to be, she wants her own like sleepless in Seattle moment. And so uh, she's also like, uh, hold up. I, I haven't finished reading. I'm like really just started. Um, so she wants to meet him. And she's like on this film set and there's this like big shot actor there, but he's a total douchebag. Mm-hmm. But you know, of course, sparks start to fly and everything. And yeah, that's my latest one. But yeah, I just, I just go to the bookstore, find a dumb romance and I grab it because I've been, I've been really obsessed with just dumb, silly romances lately. And I, it just like, the worse the name is, the cut, the more likely I'm going to get it. Wait, 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 wait. So what was this called? Waiting for Tom Hanks? Waiting for Tom Hanks because she wants her own Tom Hanks. Love that. She, she wants her own sleepless. I also want my own Tom Hanks. She wants her own sleepless in Seattle. Her own You Got Mail. I'll be real honest. I've never wanted a... I've never wanted my own Tom Hanks. Am I, am I the outlier? I wanted my own yes, Tom Hanks. Yes, you are the outlier. <laughs> I, want, I want specifically Tom Hanks from Castaway. Like after, like that's my favorite, like Tom Hanks from Castaway is probably one of my favorite versions of Tom Hanks. Why, why cast, you might as well say from Terminal. Like. <laughs> Wait, I lied. Tom Hanks from Terminal. I love Terminal so much. Turtle is such a good movie concept and such a well-executed, like, that's a great rom-com. If you have not watched Terminal, go home and watch it. No, I love Terminal. I'm not saying I don't love Tom Hanks, because I do, in the sense that I would be like, be my best friend, but, like, I'm not like, give me a Tom Hanks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he was for a lot of people. He started a lot of rom-coms back in the day. I will say, I will say, uh, Sleepless in Seattle. Um... No, I agree with that one. I'm not a big fan of Sleepless in Seattle. I've never seen that one. <laughs> it's it's very like sad single dad whose Aww. wife is either I can't remember if she passed away or if she left him, and then the kid gets sad that the dad is sad, and so he calls a radio show to get the dad a date. That is the plot of Sleepless in Seattle. That's weird. I can't wait to well, watch they, it. They start, they start talking to each other and then like slowly start flirting. All right, Darren, you had thoughts on Tom Hanks. <laughs> yes, Darren, please explain what to us how Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks is. Well, Tom Hanks is, a, is he's, he's, my, he's my favorite actor. I love Tom Hanks. I don't know. He's great. <laughs> so if Tom but Hanks what, what asked you to run away with Tom him Hanks. right now, would you run away with him? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. No hesitation. No. Just it's, yes. Yeah, Guess who's absolutely. getting this book after I'm done reading it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Cringe. So I have so much, um, <laughs> so much I wouldn't admit to, um, especially to the internet because the internet already knows too much about me. Um, I will say this is that this weekend I got drunk and this is not, this is a side story, uh, that is, that is, uh, on my favorite fic that I will not talk about, uh, because that will expose me too much as a human being. Um, I, I got so drunk and I was sad. So I wrote a, a comment on the uh, fanfic sh- begging the author to update. Oh my so, God. So not only what is a cringy fic, which you oh, will not very cringy. Admit I will not to. admit to. No, uh, I will you admit bet. to another fic, but, and I wrote, I know that you are busy writing a million other fics. Cause this author is publishing like so much at all times. And I go, 
but I want to let you know that I can't stop thinking about the series still and wish more for it daily. I hope that one day you return to the series and that you're having a great holiday heart. P.S. I love the story so much. Even if you never return to it, I just want you to know. <laughs> oh my God, Sarah. That's, that's actually really sweet. That's actually really sweet. I have, I have done the same with fix that I want to see finished every once in a while. I'll be like, let me just send some love your way out there, please. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that. But the fic I was going to say is another one of my comfort fics that I will talk about that also probably may expose me. But Ashley may, reminded me of it. So this is a fic I read years ago that earlier this year I reread because I was just having it's like, you know, like my cringe fics are my comfort fics. Um, mm-hmm. But it is a fan fiction. It's How to Train Your Dragon. And oh, we go like, old school here. That's uh, old school, Sarah. It's like so three good. years ago, Sarah. Yeah, no, it was three years ago, Sarah. But um, <laughs> it is a fan fiction, basically, that the plot of it is that uh, when. When Astrid finds Hiccup at the beginning of the first movie and then he goes and introduces him to Toothless, instead of having that nice introduction, Hiccup knocks Astrid out and pretends to die and then runs away with Toothless. And so everybody thinks he's dead and everybody thinks it's Ashford's fault. Oh, and um, lo and behold, it is like four years later, like Hiccup's like 18 or 19, maybe. No, he might be in his 20s. But uh, and uh, unbeknownst to the village, uh, there is this person, quote unquote, the dragon master who rides around with the dragons leading the dragon raids um, on a night fury. And they assume that he is the one who's causing all the destruction, not the dragon nest. If you guys have seen the first How to Train Dragon. And so they tried to offer up a virgin sacrifice for him to take to get him to stop. I.e. they give them they give him Astrid. And when he like tries not to accept it because he's it's still hiccup being like, the fuck is going on? Um, <laughs> they don't know that, of course. But uh, yeah. he the, then uh, Stoic was like, oh, fine. So you want an actual sacrifice and tries to kill her. And then that's when. Hiccup's like, well, fuck, then I'll take her, takes her and takes her to her secret hideaway. And it is a story of the two of them finding like their new beginnings together in the secret village and like basically in like just as adults figuring out how to save other villages from the dragons and to defeat the dragon queen. And like, it's really fun because it's like it's in the future. So Hiccup's already run into his mom. And it like it addresses like Hiccup like became an alcoholic because he doesn't have any family and he's having to hide from everybody. And it's him and Astrid learning how to like fix that. And it's just like that okay, is okay. It's so ready? good. Yeah. Ready? How to train your dragon, the romance novel. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, I would if they publish this shit, let me see if I can find it. The name of it. But like, I love that. That sounds like it, it, it could probably so be. A, we got to tell that fanfic writer to like change it a little bit and put it out yeah, i mean honestly real. yeah i'm trying to find it because i shared it with chelsea in a fan fiction channel that we have called chelsea is a co-worker of ours oh yes chelsea is one of our co-workers but um i'm trying to find the name of it because it is to this day one of my favorite fan fictions on the entire world and i recommended it to everyone um, uh while she's doing that ashley are we going to talk about more things you like because i have so many things i want to talk about like <laughs> Yeah, well, one of the things that I was going to bring up as kind of like end all question, uh, oh. now that we've talked about wholesome. It's called Persephone. What? We have another episode of OT3 that goes into the 80s Persephone. <laughs> <laughs> you want to read that? 
let's wrap it up, baby. <laughs> it's all coming back. All coming back. Really though, so, damn. Let's throw some Omega verse in there, and then we <laughs> there's no day. nodding in this fic. For the record. Which, if you want to find out about what's a different episode, <laughs> <laughs> want to be educated? We got it. Uh, um. Okay. But I did have one last question, which okay. is, uh, and I I want to word this kind of in a way that you can. It's not like a you have to answer it in a certain way. Uh, what are you looking forward to consuming content wise in 2022? It doesn't have to be coming out in 2022, but like in the coming year, like what can you see a lot of you doing? Like I know three years ago was How to Train Your Dragon, Sarah. Oh, I've got an answer uh, to this one. Oh. Oh, okay. What's there? Oh, oh, you want me to go? Well, yeah. basically, um, I don't know if how much I've mentioned this in the podcast, but basically, uh, I've been rereading the Percy Jackson series. So mm-hmm. I am, and I just finished the book that I've been stuck on for like three months, which is Mark of Athena. And I'm now on House of Hades. Uh, I have read borderline zero Percy Jackson fan fiction because I didn't want to spoil the end of the series for myself. So once I finish those books... I cannot wait to consume the Percy Jackson fan fiction. That is what, well, that is like, I am so excited to finish this book series just so I can d- jump into the fan fiction. So, Sounds like you're more excited for the fan fiction than actually finishing the series. <laughs> 90% of the reason I finish any series is because I'm like, yeah. I need the fan fiction, but I don't want to spoil this thing for myself. Like, that's who I am. Uh, Ashley, you go next this time. Okay. So, uh, this one is kind of sad, but I've already started. And so I know what my 2022 year is going to look like. I'm going to read all the Anne Rice novels. Do you need vampires that I to can. step back? Um, <laughs> the interview with the vampires, seriously. Yes. <laughs> vampire sisters um, also very good. So over the weekend, we found out that Anne Rice passed away. And she's one of my favorite authors ever. And I'll be kind of honest. I was kind of depressed to the point where I was like laying on the couch, just staring up at the ceiling and... My husband, Morgan, was like, you want to go to brunch? And I was like, yeah, I want to go to brunch. Good, Morgan. And Good job. <laughs> Good job. And, uh, but, uh, you know, she was 80 and she wrote, I think, 36 novels and then four under a pseudonym and then two under another name. And so 42 novels in her lifetime. And they're great. So I have already decided um, I'm already reading the vampire Lestat because uh, Sarah has my interview with a vampire. It's okay, Sarah. You can give it to me whenever. Um, and I'm just going to go through it because I was like, when is the last time I did this? And um, it's a great series. I'm excited. I'm super excited. I'm already like super loving it. And I was like, this is what I'm going to do for 2022. Like, fuck it. I'm going to go back to my vampire. I'll read a couple of those with you. Let me see if I like them because I've, I've never had anything Anne Rice in my life. So I'm really curious. You've oh. never watched the movies either? We've gone through this so many times. I thought we watched them at Ashley's house that one time. No, we did not. You <laughs> didn't come not... to that party. No. <laughs> right. All right. So Seppi's going to do it with me. Okay, Seppi, maybe we can start on Interview with the Vampire okay, like in January. Everybody who's listening to this, next time you see an OT3 episode, you better have read the Interview with the Vampire. Myself Let's included. do it, yeah. Next uh, episode when we come back in Which January. Which next episode, for those who are wondering, is the 21st of January. Yes. 21st? Am I wrong? That's I the number know. you gave me during our marketing meeting earlier. 20, 20, so 21st for firsties, 22nd for everybody else. So there I know that that's a little complicated sometimes. 
yeah, yeah. if you want to get our things early, go to the Rosa Teeth website. Um, but yeah, let's 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 everybody's homework. Read Interview with the Vampire so we can yes. discuss it when we come back. But Steffi, what is your thing that you're looking forward to? Um, so something happened to me, and I don't know why, because I've never really liked it. I've been obsessed with horror lately. Ooh. <gasps> yes. Welcome. <laughs> like, so I have finished I have finished the Magnus Archives, which I highly recommend. It's a wonderful podcast. It's exactly 200 episodes. It's they're about 20, 30 minute episodes, and I just stormed through them but the thing is it's over now and i've left this hole in me and i don't really like being scared i am a coward i do not like being scared but it was such a good story that i loved it so much that i wanted more and i've been searching and i think i found my next one and it's called alice isn't dead and it is a is about a lady who is looking for her wife who she thought she was dead but turns out she's not and so she becomes a a truck driver trying to find her missing wife i love the truck driver like wow and because like it's a part of the story of why she chose truck driver uh you have to listen to uh, find out why um and so all these weird creepy things start happening to her like these really spooky mysteries happen to her and like people are now know she's looking for a wife and trying to stop her and it's very supernatural and it's very creepy and it's so good and it's really filling that void of the magnus archives left because that left a massive what i needed is it more. a book or a podcast as well oh sorry it's a podcast it's a podcast um and apparently no actually um let me go back it is a book there's a standalone book of alice isn't dead if, if you want to get it's by the same people who made welcome to night vale Oh, yeah. So they're the ones that one for the nerds. Sorry. (laughs) But yeah, uh, Magnus Archives. I'm probably going to re listen to it next year. That's probably going to be my big thing. But Alice Isn't Dead is probably going to be my next big obsession because it's already, I'm already way into it. All right, Sebi. So you say you're not into horror, but now you are. It just takes one one good series and people are like, I'm in. I'm I'm into horror horror as long as it's horny. And horrors. Yeah, horror horse. Horny horror horse. Horny horror horse. Horny horse. Is that horny our title? Horror. Horny horror horse. The rebranding OT three. Everybody, it is now horny horror horse. <laughs> okay, oh. we'll, we'll do what the people want. Um, that being said, cool. I still don't want to go to haunted houses, but I will go to one with Ashley to make up for. Her. Yeah, the fact that you went say, for work before you went with us. You had rude. A, a better experience. Oh, I'm not even going to. Better experience <laughs> of haunted houses than me and Sarah did. And you didn't even go with the haunted houses, but you went to the same ones that we did, but with mm. other people. It was for work. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a good time? Uh, oh. It was very pretty. It was fun. Yeah. Shut up. Um, Anyways. Wait. wait <laughs> oh, we what? have one more. Jared. Jared Martinez. Jared. You said something that I'm looking like forward to. Yeah, yeah. Content it could be wise. anything. It doesn't it have to be, be coming fucking, out. It could be your goddamn uh, K-pop band, dude. It, oh, don't even start on that. I didn't get tickets to it, dude. It, oh, it, it sold out so quick. Uh, for to give a little bit more context, Twice is doing a world tour. They're coming to Fort Worth next year, and uh, they sold out so quick. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> 
I'm so but, sorry. What we need to do, we need to, this, this podcast needs to make a stand. We need to be so anti-scalper, like, mm-hmm. that's it, right, that's right, it. Right, right, right. This, this is our vow? I don't know. Yeah. You guys suck if you scalp tickets. I And agree. just buy them to upsell them. But also, yeah. don't ban people buying a mass amount of tickets because I bought 14 tickets for Spider-Man and it was absolutely me buying 14 tickets for 14 people. So, right, right, like, right. It, 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 there are, there's bending to that rules, please. Uh, yeah. I, I guess to, 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 so it's like one of those things where y'all, y'all read a lot and mm-hmm. I, I don't. I just have trouble, like, concentrating. Uh, so, like, typically, like, I'm more drawn to, like, graphic novels or mm-hmm. stuff like that, so... Yeah, I bought a bunch of manga that I'm I'm waiting I'm waiting to like get into. So I think that's gonna be my new thing to try to like at least just read some more, get into more like stories and stuff Which like that. Which mangas are you looking at? Uh, the ones that I bought right now is a is a series called Chainsaw Man. Ooh. And uh, a lot of people are like just super stoked for it. Um, it's like one of the few manga where like it's like like I can't find um, volumes one, two, or three because they are just out of print. Um, because Jeez. they're selling so much, how do you, it's been do impossible you for me to consume find them it. online and then buy the others? Or I've been buying the like actual books. I want to oh, like, wow. actually like start like a. I have some already, but I wanted to like actually flesh out a collection of. Manga. I want you to know that though you can read the first ones on illegally. Not suggesting it, but Sad. we don't endorse. <laughs> That's not we don't endorse that. I support my authors. I buy the shit anyways. But like, but, I mean, yeah, it does exist out there. But I guess job, that's Jerry. fair. Like, I'm gonna, I'm, I want to buy it. Like, yeah. But you know what? It, but like, oh, if you have wait. the third I'm book patient. and you can't, like, fuck that. I would absolutely, if I was unable to get the first <laughs> of something, but I plan to buy it, I would absolutely read illegally online first. Anyways, with that, I have no patience. <laughs> um. That being said, it is the end of the year. It is end of first season i guess i don't know 60 i don't know we keep on giving our show different seasons <laughs> this is season three technically but yeah end of season three uh, yeah end of season three we got three seasons yo um so yeah thank you again for being here seriously it whatever happens with this show i'm very happy we at least got to do it we got to experience it we got to talk we got to hang out kind of share things that we're really into and so you know go out there and just enjoy the things that you like don't don't let people be shitty and make you feel Scout bad for enjoying stuff. Scalp the for it. Aren't Don't that. let them. I know. I know. <laughs> Don't let people scalp the tickets. Uh-huh. But, you know, enjoy the media that you like, and it's okay. And all of us have dumb, silly things that we're into, and that's okay. So whatever that's it is, true. I hope you enjoy it. And let us know what it is, because we're always looking for more stuff to get into. Yes, if you ever have a good fan fiction, please drop it my way. I love fanfic Rex. I will read anything. <laughs> I want to know everyone's cringiest shit they read this year. Put it in the comments. Don't be a Put coward. Don't uh, be a coward. <laughs> you can follow us on social media at OT3 Podcast pretty much everywhere. TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. We're there. I haven't posted a pod, uh, TikTok in a very long time, I'll be honest. Uh, <laughs> and sorry. then, like I said, we will be back in the new year, new and approved. And we really hope to see you there. So thank you, everybody. Yes, thank you. Bye, All everyone. Right. See you in the new year. Take care of yourselves. Drink responsibly. 2022, y'all. Bye.